Hey, if you want to support this podcast, go over to anchor.fm slash drive safe text when home. But what you could do totally free, go over to Apple podcast and give, give me a rating. Like, you know, like maybe like a simple five star and say, this is the greatest podcast on the planet. You know, just something like along those lines, that'd be sick. But yeah, it, it definitely helps go up in the charts and all that fun stuff. So please, if you could do that, that would be sick. Thank you and enjoy this episode. Hey everybody, this is a podcast and I'm here with... Grant Bubar. I play drums in the band Sad Park. Woo! <laughs> dude, dude. Uh, first of all, I am I'm excited. I, I I've been wanting to like talk to you just because like especially after I started following you on Instagram, like I like watching you play drums is like live is is crazy. But then I saw you doing like crazy shit. I was like, what the fuck? Like this guy's like ridiculously good. Like. <laughs> Dude, like, what, how did you, what made you start doing that? Like, what, uh, yeah. Like, you talking, like, the, the percussion stuff or, yeah. like, the drum set stuff? And like, on, honestly, both of them. All right, the story. Okay, so, <laughs> uh, when I was born, I didn't do music, and then when I was, like, six, I started doing music. <laughs> Uh, no, so so I, I, uh, I played, like, a bunch of different instruments, like, I played guitar, when I was like seven or eight, I kind of started. Oh, wow. And then when I went to elementary school, I joined band and I played trumpet for a year. And then I played French horn for a couple years. And I was still doing the the guitar thing throughout all that. And like writing songs and listening to like Blink-182 and being like 12, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know how it is. Uh, then when I, all my friends were percussionists and I would get in trouble because, you know, I was playing French horn in middle school and like, you know, you have your hand in the bell of the French horn. Yeah. I don't know if you know. And I would just like make beats with my fingertips. <laughs> no way. And I would get in trouble. And uh, so then I went to high school and I played French horn for a year and it was, I was really bad. I was in like the bottom band. <laughs> it was horrible. All my, all my friends were, uh, they were in the drum line. And so the second semester you can like do drum line without the rest of the marching band. It's like just drum line. Oh, okay. And, and they were doing a show. I know this is kind of a long story. No, so. no, keep going. I love this, dude. Uh, uh, they were doing a Dia de los Muertos show. So it was like all based around like uh, Spanish music. And so they needed someone to play Spanish guitar. And all my friends were like, Grant plays guitar. Oh, sick. So I joined the drumline playing guitar. And then I was like, yo, not only fuck French horn, <laughs> also fuck guitar. <laughs> I want to learn how to like drum. I want to be on the snare drum line in the marching band. And that's kind of how it started Oh wow! with like marching percussion. And so then I just, you know, worked my little booty off and auditioned for the percussion section the next year. We got into the middle band after playing for like a couple months. So I was Whoa. like, maybe this percussion thing is like good. <laughs> that was when I was 15. Oh, uh, and then, you know, flash forward a couple years. I'm a senior in high school. Don't really know what to do for college. And I'm like, I just can't really imagine not doing music and I'm good at it. So decided to go to school for percussion performance and music education. So I have my undergraduate degree in that. Went to Cal State Northridge for five years. Jeez. Um, and then, yeah, and then I, and so now I'm like a, a classical orchestral percussion man, 
and you know did a bunch of drumline stuff in college too but i'm kind of done with that so i just kind of do the drum set and the the orchestral percussion stuff and what else? Uh, and then I was going to go to Boston University to get my master's degree. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> uh, and then I decided not to because Sad Park started getting big. So <laughs> now I'm kind of in the limbo. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's the story, Josh. Dude, that, dude, that's sick. Like, like just because like. I don't know when, when, because like when I first saw you play at the, the show we played up here, I was like, like, yeah. I remember Bert and I like from Reclaim were like, holy fuck. Like we were both like amazed. Like, like what the fuck is he doing? Like, like it was off. We were <laughs> like literally like, like how, how like, like that video of like Graham took and then you were like, dude, what the fuck's going on? Like that, that's how Bert <laughs> and I were with you, but you're sitting wow. in one spot like ripping the whole drum set apart and i'm just like what dude oh i still oh my god that, that seriously like you you're still one of my like favorite drummers i've ever watched and it's Whoa, yeah it's that, it's i mean that means the world that's crazy <laughs> i don't know i've i've always been impressed with like you fucking hardcore guys <laughs> you just have your, your chops and your pocket for like your 16th notes it's so clean you know what i mean <laughs> I, I always feel I don't know what the topic of this podcast is like in general, but I have a feeling it's going to get mighty drum centric. pretty quickly. <laughs> um, but like it's, you know, I, I've always been I don't want I don't know. You're a musician, too. Maybe you can you can speak to this, but it always feels like I'm never quite happy with how I play. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Uh, and I think it's a driving force that, you know, makes us want to be great. Mm -hmm. But it's also like, you know, I'm a very fluid player, mm -hmm. both in the classical music and this. So I, I kind of just move around. So, you know, my pocket's okay. Uh, my rhythmic accuracy is really good when I want it to be. But a lot <laughs> of times I'm just like, ah, you know, it's, <laughs> I'm just doing it. Especially with Sad Park, you know, it's like uh, I try and play as clean as I can, but that's not always the case. And so I was really impressed with like like you guys where it's just like it's fucking it's on. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> like those hardcore drummers and like metal drummers. And it's just like it's just it's a different thing. So it's like it's crazy that you're like, whoa, you know, Grant, you're so good. And I'm just like, I think you're so good. And I think everyone else is so good, you know, Dude. so it's like. It's just funny. Dude. That's always how it goes. That's so crazy. Just because like I love like yeah, I can like I can like do like like blast beats and like that shit, but like when I watch you play, it's just like whoa. Like like you're like I I'm such a symbol person. I I, I can't my toms sh I don't even need toms, dude. Like I hit them like every now and then, but like you're just like, "Oh yeah, look at this." Like and you're just like fucking <laughs> dude, it's 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 unreal because like I'm not kidding when I was watching you like from the side like your last show I was just like oh, yeah. oh man on that amazing drum set by the way uh, oh yeah <laughs> we gotta devote like a segment to the trash drum set that I I shouldn't say that like what if the people who own the drum set are listening to this podcast well I mean yeah. the thing is like I knew it like and like I like I'll say it it was shit like like knowing it was, it was, so bad. It was oh. I gotta tell you I was feeling like I came on sorry we're going all over the place but i came on the stage and i was like i have to like I, you know with because of all the classical stuff that i do like i'm pretty i know what i want yeah you know what i mean i know what my drum set is i know what the setup's gonna be so i'm like 
I have to go up here and try and tune these drums and get this setup going. And I'm just like fucking stressed. And I'm just like, I got to do this. And then as soon as I finish everything, it's like, all right, we're going. Yeah. And I was like, great, great first gig back. Happy that this is happening. And it was so nice to have you and your brother. He wasn't, you know, he was take photos and stuff. But it was so nice to you guys just be like, yo, sick drum set, dude. Is that yours? <laughs> Like it made me it made me so relieved because I was like, I'm glad I'm not insane. And yeah. other people just like this fucking kid that I have to play on right now. Dude, dude. And like <laughs> dude. Yeah, it's like I because like the whole time because like I remember like dur during the show you're just like Dude, like you're just like talking to me like I, I hate this like and I'm like dude <laughs> I don't know why this is you like you're just doing a fucking like uh, yeah <laughs> but like yeah. but like like when I I was just like oh man I just feel so bad because like you would like like during the show sounded fine because it was just like uh because I couldn't no. hear it yeah the the, <laughs> the the acoustics of that room I was like even if I had my toms yeah Without being mic'd, the toms are just a lost cause. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're, not, they're not cut through, regardless. <laughs> Dude, but like when you were playing, like I was just like, oh, like this is this is a I'm I'm it sounds good. I can hear his snare, and that's all I need. Like and his cymbals. But like the one thing that really was like something that would have done like the same for me. Like I like like I liked when the you were like, hey, can you please get your cymbals off? Like to me, that's mind fucking blowing because like i i'm just like as soon as i'm done everything's ripped off stage no yeah, absolutely yeah. right because you are a professional <laughs> and that is what you do. unless you're the last band on like yeah we were the last band on and i was like okay i have a good five minutes buffer yeah after the show's over to talk to fans whatever go yeah. outside get some fresh air then you come back on but if you if there's a band after you man like it's astounding that people would like not do that but i don't want to you know i don't no, want to talk smack no I, I, I i'm the asshole like i i like i if, if any if anyone listens to that from the band that's me i didn't grant didn't say it it's me yeah. saying like yo be professional like and like that's like maybe it's like one of the rude awakening things that they need to hear to be like oh fuck maybe i should like take my stuff off but i i hate being that guy too but like god damn it dude just like do your stuff <laughs> no I, I i totally get it i it's hard like you know i i feel disconnected from like like graham or sam and aiden you mm -hmm. know the rest of my band because it's like i'm in the back right yeah. and and you speak to this as a drummer like it's a job like you're at the show and you're like i mean you you know you guys perform <laughs> uh, but like the, the way i view it a lot of times is like i'm here to make the guitars and the vocals sound good yeah. If I do my job, people don't even think that I'm a good drummer. They just think that the band is good. <laughs> Does that's, that yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of my, like my, my mindset. And obviously like internally, you know, yeah. I'm always hoping one motherfucker in the audience is like, yo, Grant, that film was fucking crazy. <laughs> I know, dude. <laughs> uh, um, but so, so, you know, I understand that if you don't have like that mindset of like, I'm, I'm here to do my job and like, the audience is seeing the guitars and I'm going crazy, yeah. you know, and performing, but like, I'm really just keeping it locked down. Yeah. Uh, if, if you're like, you know, Oh, look at this fucking crowd, man. They love me. I'm in this fucking <laughs> band. It's, it's totally cool. But I totally can also understand where like, when you finish you're you're not in like work mode, you yeah. know? Yep. You're in like, hell yeah, dude, just killed that <laughs> man. All those cool people just saw me be awesome. And that's what I'm doing here tonight. As opposed to like you and me where it's like, 
All right, that was a pretty good set. You know, okay, sweet. Let me get this shit out of here so yep. the next band can go. Mm-hmm. I'll go complain about how I <laughs> fucking played the snare drum a little bit late on that one breakdown. Dude, is it, dude like, like, I love that. Like, I, I literally talked to someone else. Like, all musicians are self-deprecating. Like, we're, we're all going to be like, oh, yeah, dude, we, I suck. Like, every yeah. single time. Because, like... Like first of all, no one in the crowd, uh, especially for drums, unless you really fuck up. Like yeah. they're, they're never gonna notice that you messed up. Like, and then when you do, like you're like, uh, like you tell, they're like, dude, great show. And then they're like, and you're like, yeah, but like that one time, like I totally hit the snare, like not right. Yeah. And, and they're, yeah. they're like, oh, okay. It's like, and in my head, I'm like, oh, I didn't need to say that. But in my in my head, also, I'm like, fuck, I need to say that. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I, I totally get that. Like, um, I ha- my, you know, so uh, with school, mm-hmm. you, when you graduate, like, last thing you have to do is a senior recital where you play a bunch of solo repertoire. Oh, wow. And I was just like, you know, looking back on it, it wasn't that good. I, I could play everything really well, uh-huh. but I had, like, a nerve issue. Oh, okay. Not, like, nerve. Yeah, like, I was about to say, you do? Oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> well, they do, but that's not, that's a different thing. <laughs> uh, uh, and so I was just nervous and. I hadn't played solo enough, so I just, like, didn't have, like, you know, like, how to, you know, the the pre-shot routine, so to speak, to, like, be in there. So, whatever. It was okay. It wasn't bad, you know? It was fine. It was fine. And afterwards, everyone was like, yo, Grant, that was awesome. And I was just like, bro, it was fucking trash. (laughs) I was just saying that to everybody. And, like, one of my good friends was like, hey, Grant, like, that was better than, like, most of us could ever play. Oh, no. like being a dick you know <laughs> or or even if it wasn't better than most of them could play even if it's just like a, a non-percussionist who's like you know a like i thought that was awesome and i'm like you don't know what you're talking about <laughs> you don't know anything that was bad and and i had to have someone point that out to me of like that's a real asshole move and i was like oh yeah like it's okay to be hard on yourself yeah but you also need to put yourself in the audience's perspective and like was it good? And so now it's like, you know, I'm a lot less nervous when I play solo. In the classic, I'm not nervous when I play with Sad Part. Yeah. Because it's know, easy, sort of right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, there's no music. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> Different. I Different. know, dude. No, I totally Rain get it. Rock. You know, I can just... It's different. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. now it's like I hit some wrong notes and I'm like, nah, it's probably fine. <laughs> it's like, obviously, I'm bummed that I didn't play it perfectly 100% of the time, but yeah. you're like, it's fine. No one in the audience is like, Grant, it's actually a G sharp instead of an F sharp. So, uh, yeah, it's one of a thousand notes that you just played. So, get it together, Bridget. Yeah, no one's doing that. Dude, but I, you know what's funny? I wish they would, just because it, it would be like it would, oh, yeah. it would be so humbling. Like, oh wow, this dude d- does notice. Like, this sucks. Yeah. No, and it would be validating yeah. too, because you'd be like, I knew I wasn't fucking crazy. <laughs> I knew that you guys got it. <laughs> dude, that's. Anyway. So- I man, I am cursing a lot because you're like a friend. Because yeah. I've done podcasts and I try and be like somewhat not cursing because <laughs> it's like. When I apply for like a college teaching job, they're gonna like look up this podcast and be like, "Well, this Grant guy says fuck a lot, <laughs> dude." And the, but uh, like, hey, anyone that's looking him up, it's actually me saying it. I can just do a really, really yeah. good I- impression of him. So I'm actually not even on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just Josh. He's fantastic. He's a big Jeff Dunham fan, actually. You know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god, dude, that's amazing. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> dude, dude, and like, no, don't even, like, dude, you know what? Like, it's so funny that, like, you bring that up, like, that, like, oh, they might, like, if, if anyone does look it up and, like, they are like, oh, wow, I, in my head, it's like, dude, fuck's the word, dude. Like, it's like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it's, it's a, yes, it's an expletive, but, like, who who the fuck gave it that explanation like that explanation? Well, I mean, hey, I agree. Grand <laughs> Boobar agrees. I don't know if like the university system that would one day hire me would agree. I hope so. But you know, I'm beholden to who pays my bills. Yes. We'll see. Dude, I just I just like I was like, hey, Grant, you're 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 great, but like I heard this podcast. Uh Yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, love your opinion on professionalism when you're drumming, but just like Ew, I don't know, you say all the fuck, dude. It's <laughs> <laughs> really dumb. <laughs> oh my god, that's so good, dude. Dude, and like oh, so I, what I wanted to ask uh, okay. ask you also, yeah, man, we got so off track so quickly. I, dude. I, I love that, dude. That, like seriously, that's my favorite part. Like I literally looked at one question and I didn't even say it. Like I was just like, oh, dude, we're I I fucking love that. That's basically how like the episode Graham, how Graham and I went. Like yeah. we talked about the band maybe like four times, and it was just like, oh, sick. Like I just like am knowing a friend now. Like that's the best yeah, part. Yeah, that's well, it's also like you, you and your brother, but you know, me and you, cause we're drummers. Yeah. It's like, you come in with this energy and you're just like up here, you know, like I was pretty sleepy before this came on and you were just like, yo, what up? And you're just like laughing all the time. And it's just like, it's contagious, you know, it's just like you match that energy. You're like, oh shit. There you go. <laughs> How you do, man? It's awesome. Dude. Okay, I don't, anyway, I, I, dude, no, I don't know either. Like I'm just. I don't know. I, I'm just always hyper. Every like, there, m- many people have asked me if I I do drugs, and I'm like, only a little. No, I'm just kidding. I don't do any. Like, <laughs> like and like, it's just like I don't know. Like, I'm just stoked on life for some reason. I don't know why. Most people are probably like, dude, fuck this place, right? Like, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude. But like, one one thing that I I wanted to ask you is because when when Grant first told me, like, like, how did it feel to be asked to play with Pangea? Oh, um, I don't know, man. Cool, I guess. <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't really feel like super like, yo, this shit's crazy. Oh, I don't okay. know if I don't let myself feel that way. Okay. Or I'm too busy or what? Like, it's awesome. I'm sure when I get there yeah. and I play that show, it'll like hit me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, cause like, you know, I, Sam and I, the bassist, Sam and I were like, you know, he turned me on to Pangea when we were in like high school. Oh, wow. Like 2014 or something, you know? So it's like, we, we've been listening to him for a long time and it's like the type of thing where you're like, you wouldn't even think that that would be like a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, I don't know, you know, it's, it's cool. I'm really chilled about it now. I really hope that I don't get nervous when we actually play <laughs> We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it, the nice thing about being a drummer is that you can't really see most of the audience for yes. a big show. You can see like the first, you know, 50 people and you're like, I've played for 50 people before. <laughs> and I, I hope that that's the case. You know, I have, I have a thesis that it's not really a thesis. It's a hunch. It's not based <laughs> on any, any evidence. It's just a hunch. <laughs> We're like, between like 300 people 
and like 5,000 people, if you're playing drums, you know, just because it's like it's a single like, you know, floor place. Like yeah. think about like up to like Palladium or something. You can really only see that first row. Yeah. Because the lights and everything, you're busy drumming. So it's like it, it doesn't hit you how big that fucking crowd is until you see like photos. But then I feel like 6,000 or, you know, 5,000 plus just has to be like an amorphous blob of people. <laughs> yeah. Where you're just like, my human brain can't even comprehend that there are this many people watching right now. <laughs> so it's just like, it's nothing. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. that No, that actually makes sense. Like, I, I hope one day I can play to that many, but like, uh, like, me too, dude, buddy. Dude, it, <laughs> dude, together we'll do it. Uh, Sad Park yeah. Excel Damage playing for 5,000 oh, people. No, dude, not even that, just two drum sets <laughs> on stage. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> dude. That's, that's the show, you know? Dude, you know how many people would be like, dude, what the fuck? But then like, like you said, like how like I was, ex- I- I'm excited. You'll you would just we we would just be like the happiest dudes yeah, playing like, drums. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that was fast. <laughs> it's a comedy duo, <laughs> dude. Like with drums, like it's dude. Like dude, hey, I'm, I'm, <laughs> dude. let's start it, dude. Screw these bands out there. Let's dude, just yeah. Comedy drummers. There'll be like six people in the audience every night, but those six dudes are just like stoked. Like, yeah! Dude, the terminology of saying comedy drummer is like, <laughs> that's like the best thing ever, dude. Like, because oh. you, you know of like... Hey, hey, hey aren't, aren't all drummers comedy drummers, though? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty dumb. I hope that picked up on my. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I, I definitely heard it. Like, that's that's all that matters. But like, if I had mine set up, I would have done the exact same thing. <laughs> I did it with the brushes, you know. I didn't want to. Yeah, like clip everything. <laughs> dude, oh my god, that dude. Yeah, comedy drummers. That's what that's what we're gonna be. Like, it's gonna. Oh, it's gonna be easy. Like, two drum sets. <laughs> dude, two drum sets. You play hardcore. I play jazz. <laughs> Let me just see what happens, dude. And also, like you, you saying that, like, like I was watching like clips on on your Instagram, dude. I I just love the flow you have. It just it's it's unbelievable. Like I like like that well like that like that type of shit. Like I can't really. I, yeah, the the all the linear drumming stuff that I do, dude. Dumb. That's so stupid. Like I'm. Blows my it, mind. it is stupid because it's fun to do. <laughs> I think I maybe like, with the exception of like, I'll do a lot of fills that are like, kit. You know, if it's like two counts of sixteenth, that's like two kicks, two snares, two rack, two floor. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll throw one of those in with sad part, but any other linear stuff, it's just like, I don't know. Unless you're doing like gospel drumming or you're in like snarky puppy <laughs> or like a, a math rock band, yeah. I'm just. <laughs> All right, well, this will be fun to throw on Instagram. Dude, have you ever thought about, like, like trying to implement that into Sad Park stuff? Like, I know you said you do it a little bit, but, like, have you ever tried to be like, dude, do that? Do, like, uh, I definitely do. You know, you've listened to the new Sad Park album, yeah, right? It's, it's so good, yeah. dude. <laughs> so there's, like, there is definitely, like, some of that in, like, the fills and stuff and, yeah. like, some – some like breakdowns that are definitely a little more technical. Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling that Graham 
doesn't like that very much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's also like, you know, it's just different. Like Graham kind of like learned how to play because he plays drums a little bit too. And uh-huh. he learned how to play, you know, like listening to like Nirvana and Dave Grohl. And Dave Grohl is just a really macro drummer, right? He just, he doesn't really play a lot of notes. Yeah. But he has like this big, heavy handed kind of sound. And so a lot of time when Graham writes, he hears that in his head. Oh, and so, you know, it's my job. Like, obviously, I'm, I'm helping orchestrate the songs, but it's like I don't want to just like totally stomp on like what he's kind of hearing in the song or kind of whatever. So it's difficult because it's like, OK, like I get the vibe that you want, but also, you know, I'm not going to drum like that because yeah. that's just how I drum. That's not really how I want to drum. Yeah. Uh, and so it's like I, I try and throw a little spice in when I can. Uh, very. I feel like this album was probably like, I don't know. The next one's a little spicy. We're already working on some new stuff, but there have been a couple times where I like, I do something and everyone's like, no, it's no. <laughs> too weird. That's too much. You're going too crazy. Stop. And I'm like, okay, cool. Found, found the limit. Found the line. Let's pull it back. Okay, dude. We're not gonna. We're not gonna play twelve eight and five and seven. I understand. <laughs> you guys don't like that. That's cool. <laughs> Dude, and you know what's funny is that I'm pretty sure because Graham like sends me almost like every voice memo he records on his phone. Like, so I've heard like some of the newer stuff, and yeah, and like I'm pretty sure I've heard a clip where he, everyone was like, "Yeah, no, like let's not do that." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, so it, it's just you know it. It's all about for me just like trying to find how to be artistically and musically interesting as a drummer yeah while not like i don't know i like still fucking playing the song you know what i mean like and and we could you know we could take the song a billion different directions that would warrant me playing the drums a little crazier and a little more you know gnarly yeah that's not a word (laughs) no it's a word Uh, (laughs) adverb of gnarly um (laughs) But I just like I don't think that's the vibe that Graham is really going for. Okay, that makes so, sense. So like, I mean, you get it. Like you got to be a chameleon, you know, to yeah. be like a good. It's like when I'm not doing the sad park stuff, I do you know classical percussion or whatever. So it's like, you know, I had a I have a gig uh, in a couple months where I'm going to be in like a ragtime band where oh, I'm playing what? that. So like just you know for whatever. Like I played musicals or you know you're you're just doing whatever. So you kind of got to be a chameleon and so. Dude, that's yeah, that's that's how it goes. That's so sick, dude. Like and like, I I like that you said like how Graham learned like like Nirvana. Like th- that's I I feel like that's the way I drum too. Is just like I'm, like I'm almost like, like Neanderthal. Like yeah, this sound good. Like and like, like th- and like like that's why like whenever I watch you and like that's what I want to do. Like you have no idea how many times I've gone on your profile and be like. I might get lessons like I might and I'm like no like <laughs> like maybe like I'm not kidding I do it so often and like because like I love like seriously I love the way you play so goddamn much and it's every like again like last show I just watching you and then like you're like doing shit and you're, you're like looking at me like like eh, like doing all this shit I'm like how the fuck dude like I'm I, I can barely like hold a beat and I'm like I look up for a second and I'm like oh fuck I lost it like dude it's just uh, I don't know about that man like I've heard your guys recordings it's pretty gnarly <laughs> dude, dude yeah, after, <laughs> after yeah Graham has probably just grinded it in, into your head right like cause he's <laughs> yeah well he does this thing where he'll play like a cell damage track and be like dude josh does his things on the drums it's so sick and he like looks at me and i'm like 
I don't have to tell you. I don't play drums like that. Like, I'm sorry. You know? Sorry, I'm not Josh, Graham. Jeez. Sorry, I'm not skinny. Sorry, I'm fat, Graham. We all, we all know that's what you're trying to say to me. You're like, oh, yeah, his drum set playing sounds real thin. Sounds like his drum set playing fits into size 30 pants. Not size 36, Grant. Yeah. That's what happened. Dude, he anyway, tells so. me that all the time, very specifically like that. It was just, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like, dude, what the fuck? It's a good drummer. I just wish he wasn't so fucking fat. He does say the first thing, though. He said that a couple times. He, just because yeah, we stoked on it, not like. Yeah, no, <laughs> of course. Yeah. That, that joke, like looking at me in the eyes and stuff. <laughs> no. Dude, because, like, it was like. Like for like, what was I gonna? I totally lost my train of thought. But anyways, uh, dude. What, <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 no. Not because of that I'm just an idiot and like my brain doesn't work right. Uh, but like, what I uh, also what I wanted to ask you was like, dude, how was it recording that new record in the like? Didn't you record it in like a crazy cool studio? Yeah, yeah. We recorded the the new record at Conway Recording Studios That's in so Hollywood. Cool. That's so cool. Because damn, our bassist works there, so we were able to get in. And it's a point of contention for Grant because I got two days to record all the drums. Oh my god, dude! So, so I got, and it, you know, I thought I did a pretty good job, but there's definitely a lot of stuff where you're like, well, we should have caught that. Oh, like, really? Yeah, dude. I I have a I have a note because I'm I'm a crazy person. Uh, I have a notes like a note on my notes app that has a timestamp of every mistake on the album. No way! I'm just like that fill was bad. I should have done a hi hat in the middle of that fill, <laughs> or like the snare drums earlier. I crushed the bass drum rhythm here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I did like I did six tracks. I mean, you know, you you get it. You've recorded. So I did think six tracks. Yeah, it was two days. So it was July fifth, twenty nineteen, and then December twenty seventh, twenty nineteen. Damn. Uh, were the, were the two drum days? So I did six tracks on one day, and then seven tracks on the next day. <laughs> Dude. Uh, no, it's just fuck, how many songs do we have? Six and six, yeah, because one of the songs it was uh, just belt. Oh yeah. So yeah, I just I did that in a garage. <laughs> uh, it was, I mean, it's it's really nice, and it it's just like. You know, you go in there and you have all your drums set up and it takes like three hours to mic everything up. And, uh, you know, it's different. Like I get into this discussion with Sam a lot because I'm like coming from the, the classical world and like the concert percussion stuff. Yeah. It's very like you really, really work to get like the acoustic sound that you want. Yeah. Like it's all about like that live sound. And I'm of the opinion, which is uh, I've been told is just you can't it doesn't work like this grant you can't have this where it's like you should use microphones and then mix so that the drums sound as close to like how they sound in person as possible okay that is because i like the drums sounding bright i like them sounding live i want that stick definition oh we just can't have that um so some of it is just kind of like i mean you get it you're kind of like well it's out of my hands now (laughs) yeah i don't know who mixes your guys stuff um at one uh one of our friends like uh just he he just mixes our stuff he's he's in a band called stay wild but like he he mixes our shit like just our friend nick riggs but uh, other than that like and then uh our friend brad that's actually we're recording this weekend um oh yeah i'm excited uh 
but uh, he he's mixing. <laughs> he's mi- he is mixing some of our songs. I don't know yet, so we don't know who we're going to for this next record. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but but regardless, it's like when it when it's someone that's not in the band, it can be weird because you're like, well, this is you know how my drums are sounding, mm-hmm. and I'm in this fucking in the studio. You're like, I'm in this room in a super nice studio. And it's all mic'd up with all these crazy mics, and you're like, I hope it sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was certainly like, and then I just recorded to a click. I didn't have a scratch track or anything. Oh, whoa. Which I've done before. I've, I've, you know, for all the other like Sad Park things that I did for Sleep, and then Sam and I were in a band called The Ladyfingers uh-huh. when we were in like high school and early college. Same thing with that. I would just record to a click, which is fine. But now, you know, on, on uh, more projects that I've drummed on since we recorded that, I've certainly been like, I either want to record to a scratch track mm-hmm. or record like with bass or guitar like live at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Just because energy is so much better, right? Oh, yeah. Because like I listen to the drums and I'm like, it sounds great. I think the album sounds great. You know, I'm, I'm as happy as I can be with it. Yeah. <laughs> it, I don't know if I'll ever be like stoked on it because you know <laughs> yeah. we've talked about that. exactly, but, uh, but it is it is sterile. I think you know I think the drumming is like is a little just like you know it's fine. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it doesn't it doesn't have the punch that it would have if I was actually playing with like live people and f- feeding off that energy or even just having like a guitar track with me to give me like other ideas because you know for some of those songs it's like maybe we wrote them like a month or two before we recorded them so like yeah the parts haven't like settled in yet you oh, know what that i mean makes sense. so some of the songs is like ah fuck it i guess i'll play this <laughs> Whereas, like, if you listen to how we're playing it now the album's not even out yet but it's been like two plus years since i recorded the drums for some of this stuff so yeah. it's like it just it's different like the fills are different the grooves are different sometimes like it just it's it's different so it's not really answering your question. I just kind of started talking, but uh, it was cool. Yeah. It was cool. <laughs> it was cool recording in that studio. It was really nice, dude. No, th- th- no, that's awesome. And no, I, I love, I love that like tangentialness of this. Like it's just like that's a yeah. word too. Uh, but like, but like, like no. What I was gonna say is like I, I recorded to a click once for one of our records, and I hated it. So like the last, the last. Uh, the last EP and then the last two singles we put out that's all live like we literally are in the same room and like I I love that live feeling like like because like like we are like you've seen us live so it's just like we embrace the flaw like of everything so it's just like oh fuck like like on on one of our songs which I'm so stoked on uh, at one point I I hit my cymbals so hard that one of my cymbal like stands broke and it fell off and, and you can hear it fall in the recording and it's the coolest part and then we finish the song still doing that and uh that's but, pretty oh dude yeah I, I love that shit but like yeah dude trust me like like I, I i respect you so much being able to just do it straight to a click that's fucking mind-blowing dude like, yeah i mean like it, I, i'm used to playing to a click from like you yeah. know a, a, like with the all the other percussion stuff you do you know it's like fine but it's like we're saying like it's just like you end up being like one e and a two e and a three and four and yeah. you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> it's, really like, it's just a difficult or at least for me i can't like you know hear it all in my head all the time i'm just thinking about the rhythms oh dude no no exactly i i trust me they're, they're like if i had just a click i'm like okay 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 i think it's here like it's like, like or like it's just like i i like like you said i would love to 
go to a guitar because then you have that feeling like i feel like it like yeah. it's it just it just makes sense dude you can, i mean like yeah like it, it wasn't even an issue of like oh fuck like what comes next yeah you know yeah, that makes sense yeah it's just like it's just it just sounds like you're practicing yes you know what i mean yes it does like you're playing and like i think that's a skill that like as we continue to develop as musicians because like i'm relatively young I mean, I'm younger than you. Mm-hmm. You're relatively young. I am young. I'm 24. So it's like, <laughs> I think like by the time I'm 30, you know, 40, I'll be able to just like hear the whole, you know, orchestra or the whole band in my head with just a click. Um, but it's hard, you know, it's a difficult skill to develop, I think. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Dude. Music rock, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like moving around a lot. I'm like really taking advantage of the requirements <laughs> charity look at that dude wow what holy up? shit out of the screen back in <laughs> dude audio podcast <laughs> oh, how long how long does this thing go for by the way um how uh, long it, it for? it's honestly uh like today i already did one this morning and I, it went for, like yeah I, it went for an hour and 50 minutes and i was like oh fuck yeah. like usually it's yeah. an hour or something like that so like yeah, we, we can do however long i do uh i've been on the this is rad podcast a couple times and oh, that see. podcast goes for like three and a half hours holy shit seriously sometimes the i did one on classical music that went for three and a half hours whoa and then the other ones have been like you know two hours which is like your standard you know long yeah. podcast fair but, so yeah, so I'm I'm in it for the long haul, buddy. <laughs> dude, dude, no, like on, on, honestly, I, I was I wanted I, I'm definitely gonna listen to those because like I love hearing about like because like you're like you're like a, a like a percussionist like everything like that that to me is so fucking sick, dude. Like I I can play a drum set and then like I've seen bongos before and like I'm just like <laughs> oh. And I've tried to play, and I'm like, dude, I what the fuck? Like, like, there's so much like finesse and like, yeah, all this shit. Like, dude, I, I don't know. I'm gonna listen to those and be very, very fucking stoked to hear that. <laughs> there is, it's fine. You know, it's okay. It's all fine. Yeah. It's all good. Also, you, you and your brother, need you're too humble. Okay, <laughs> you two need to like take. <laughs> Take it down a notch for like not thinking your shit. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> eloquent, but you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. dude <laughs> no, no, I, I, I trust me. I, I get it. Like, and it's funny. Like, I think we just do that as just like, like I guess a quote unquote defense mechanism, because it's just I, like I, totally. Like, I, I get it. You know, like every time someone is like, "Hey, Grant." That was good. I'm like, ah, thanks. And then I'm like, <laughs> you know, not really. Not really. <laughs> it's good. I, so there's that. I don't know. I just think, you know, you guys are really good. You're oh, dude, good people. Dude, we You got to believe in yourself. Dude, we try. And, and it's funny that, like, like, you say that just for the fact that, like, it's it, we we say that all the time like oh yeah like whatever we suck or something like that but like like i fucking love my band so much and like yeah. and whenever anyone says like i've said this a million times on here but like if anyone ever says like dude your band's good i'm like okay why does someone love anything or like anything that i love so much you're bullshit this is bullshit someone paid you to say <laughs> this like <laughs> yeah that's dark dude that's some that's some real ooh <laughs> 
there's something there. I'm not a licensed therapist, but I'm sure someone would say something. Yeah, dude, I'm, it's probably very dark and it's deep seated, deep rooted, and like, they're gonna be like, "Oh, whoa, dude, you need major therapy." <laughs> dude, but like, also Ugh. another thing that I wanted to ask was like, dude, you're like one of your like cash in was on ridiculousness, right? Yeah. What the and fuck, you- dude? So, so that was funny because I don't know how that we have a manager, Chad. Yeah. He's awesome. He's super cool. Like every every good thing that's happened to our band, you know, it's like some like sad park is like not a big band at all, you know, but it's like some cool stuff is happening. And like, sometimes people ask like, Oh, how did you do this? Or like whatever. And it's like, we just made music that we really believed in. Yeah. And then we got lucky that Graham's songwriting is something that a lot of people really fuck with. I mean, it's amazing, but like, there's a lot of amazing stuff that's really, really good that just like people don't like, you yeah. know, or it's not, it's not super accessible. And like, we we got very lucky that Graham writes like interesting songs that Sam and I can like throw a little spice on, mm-hmm. and then it's just like super catchy and super accessible. And so we had that, and then you know we just got lucky that chad was like hey let me manage you and like is just a good industry person and so you just kind of like get seen by different people and like you know it's just it's all bullshit it's all luck like you just (laughs) make something good and you hope that you luck out and so the ridiculousness thing was like it's one of those things where i think chad like knew the sink guy or something i don't know some industry stuff but but yeah, we got on and we were, we were, uh, you heard me playing kick drum and hi-hat for like, you know, 10 seconds before the, the segment was introduced. And then it got really quiet in the background of all the people. Like, <laughs> and stuff. Uh, but we, you know, we got paid for it and that was pretty sweet. That's so, sick. so it was cool. You know, it's like, it's, it's the, the fact that it happened is a lot cooler than like what it actually was. <laughs> no, no, it does because like I wanted to like see it. I just never did. Like I, I was like, oh, because I, I, I don't watch like real television. Like, uh, like yeah, no, like so you're not, you're not a big, uh, you're not a big ridiculousness nut, dude. <laughs> oh no, dude. Oh man, uh, no, like, <laughs> <laughs> like no, because like because okay, just like right off the bat, like that idea for a show is just like really like you're just watching like someone's watching videos and like hey i'll be real though it's pretty funny is it really i've never i've never <laughs> I mean, watched it i mean like i am pretty good with like media uh-huh you know music aside because i can be a snob with that sort of stuff but like <laughs> movies and tv and video games and stuff like i will play things that are just like and, and enjoy things that a lot of people are just like just bad and i'm like i don't know it's pretty fun <laughs> you know like i don't know how you know i know you play a lot of video games but do you know like a mass effect andromeda yeah i, I haven't played that one though yet yeah it, it, well it just came out and everyone was like this is trash it's a horrible game and i put like 300 hours into that fucking game <laughs> so, so take take my you know opinion with a grain of salt but there was definitely like a couple months when I moved back with my parents where I would just like wake up in the morning and like we'd all be drinking coffee and watch ridiculous this. Dude. Because it's always on MTV. <laughs> no, but that makes sense. I, I and I totally agree. And also you're a, um, a lot like like my guitarist Riley. Like he's he's a he's there to have fun. Like I'm that like dickhead yeah. that's like, dude, this does suck. Like I'm I'm probably that dude that would probably hate Andromeda just because I'm like, this is nothing like the first one. Like fuck yeah, you. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude. 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, dude, like, the new Pokemon game that came out, like, Sword and Shield, where everyone was like, bro, it's bad, and I was like... It's fucking great. Pretty fun, yeah. you know? <laughs> Dude, uh, I I think I've restarted it. I'm on my third playthrough. Like I had, oh, yo, dude, we gotta we gotta do some. Do you have the DLC? No, Danny does though. Dude, get get uh, Crown Tundra, and we'll do max raid battles. Oh. They're pretty fucking fun, dude. Oh shit. Oh, dude, I'm not kidding. I'm going to download. Oh, dude, knowing it can uh, you can have four people doing it, correct? Yeah. Oh. It's so it's with four people it's like too easy cuz oh. like we're all smart. Yeah. <laughs> it's really fun with two people that are humans and two people that are their computers because I don't know if this is like something they did on purpose, but what ends up happening is that one of the NPCs is like smart and the other one is fucking inept. And they just <laughs> it's just but like uh I play with my buddy Avery. Yeah. And it was this dude named Dean who had a tarcoal or a torkoal, yeah. and he, it was just the worst. And he would choose, because it's like, so how it works is like, you all go in, you have to rent Pokemon. Okay. And then you do like three raid battles, and then you have like the boss Pokemon, which is a legendary. Oh, okay. And after each raid battle, when you defeat it, you can, one of the four can choose to swap that Pokemon out. And you would know like, oh, the, the one at the end is like a dragon type. So we should get some ice types, maybe some fairy types. Yeah. This motherfucker would be like dragon type. I wonder what I should do against you know, or it'd be like a fire type. And he'll be like, oh, grass type Pokemon. Like, Dean, get it together, Dean. And so we were going up against like this this Kyogre who had like you know the crazy rain that makes fire moves just like not Exist. work. Yeah, and he just kept spamming flamethrower and it never did anything. And we're just like, Dean, you are just wasting turn, and it's fun. And it's fun like that because, you know, sometimes you get screwed and it's just like, it's just a good time. Oh, dude, so I, it's I'm downloading that, dude. Like, I, I can't. Yeah, it's like, I think it's like 15 bucks for the DLC. Oh, wow. And it's really good. And it includes like a lot. Uh, Isle of Armor is fine. It's okay. It adds a couple new Pokemon in. Yeah. But if you really, I could just trade you, trade them to you because I like have all the Pokemon. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Crown Tundra is like it's sick, dude. It adds in like Dragonite, Salamence, Garchomp, oh, like whoa. all, the, all the, like the old OG like good killer dragon yeah. ones. Like oh, it's it's so good. It's my favorite DLC. And then after you beat it, it opens up like the the you know like the tournament at the end of the game. Like after you beat the, oh, yeah, yeah. the you can like go back and fight more. Yes, it like up the levels of that, so it's all at, like level eighty now. What? pretty cool it's pretty sweet dude oh, yeah it's pretty fun god dude okay yeah now i need because like i i i love i love pokemon i i'm like oh, I'm, a, I'm a pokemon nut dude dude oh yes. okay so the rest of the podcast like i'm sorry drums and pokemon baby <laughs> honestly drums pokemon mass effect that's pretty much the three things i know about like <laughs> classical music in general but i i'll rope that up with drums like that's that's it that's what i got dude oh yeah you know? dude okay well then right okay first question let's do uh, it favorite pokemon okay my favorite pokemon is agron oh no way really yeah dude i love agron wow rock steel yeah get dipped by an aura sphere just get <laughs> fucked really hard but it's it's a good pokemon i love agron dude what about you man my uh, mine i i'm like uh, uh alakazam i've always fucking loved him hey alex you got those spoons yeah you know <laughs> pull a little matrix with the bending the spoons yeah alakazam dude dude, good uh, dude exactly but like it's the the thing is about him like 
as a kid, like I don't, I just got him and I was like, oh my god! Like I remember it on Red Version, I could just rip through the whole thing. Like oh yeah, oh like well, that. I mean, that, that's a whole dude. Okay, so I don't know how much <laughs> what your Pokemon knowledge is at. So stop me if I'm getting like too esoteric with this. <laughs> did you, have you played all the Pokemon games? Yep. Did you like take a break? Uh, no, okay. uh, the only one I didn't finish. Okay, I, I didn't, I didn't play Black or white just because like i have it but i just was like uh, i don't I, I the story didn't do anything for me and then i Whoa. yeah that's cool well, but that's one of the better stories Is it it's really? about dude because the whole okay did you play black and white too no Oh, dude, Black and White 2 is, like, up there for my favorite Pokemon game. No way. It's pretty good. Okay, but Black, the story is, like, first of all, bold move. You can't catch any of the old Pokemon until after you beat the game. Oh. So you have to use new Pokemon, That's, which is pretty cool. Yeah. But the whole thing is that, like, the evil team is, like, owning Pokemon is immoral. They're like PETA. They're like, it's it's immoral. Oh. You're, like, it's against their rights. Like, you got to release your Pokemon. Whoa. And then, at the, and then, like, it's just like it's pretty involved, and like the bad guy's name is N, oh, which yeah. is a dumb. Yeah. But then it was like, oh, we raised him as a kid. But then actually, this other dude's the bad guy, and then you know, it's it's Pokemon. They couldn't actually just have like a morally gray thing, so they're like, <laughs> oh, they were lying. Pokemon loved being battling, but uh, uh, an even more bad guy was, you know taking advantage of all these good-natured people <laughs> and but it's like that's pretty ballsy for a pokemon oh, story yeah dude uh it's pretty good wow yeah fuck dude okay, okay. i i no 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 I, I need to play that continue anyways so all, all that to say red in red and blue version like that that psychic type was like so overpowered yeah only like I think Ghost was the only type that was effective against it in Bug, right? Uh, yes. I, yeah. I, well, I didn't even know if Bug was effective against it in Gen One. Wait, hold on. Was Bug even implemented into the game, or was that still like Grass only? Or am I? I, yeah, I think Bug was because I okay. think in Gen Two they added Dark types and Steel types. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, but I'm younger than you, so those games came out. Gen One and Gen Two came out after, before I was born. Oh shit! So really? I, I only, yeah, I only played those like the remakes, like Fire Red and Leaf Green. Oh, I guess I was, I was born in '97, so Red and Blue okay. came out before I was born. Gold and Silver, I was like three, but I wasn't, you know, yeah, playing the game. Yeah, <laughs> you, gotta read, you gotta be able to read a little bit before you can play the games. Um, yeah, so so yeah, Alakazam rips. Yeah, dude, Pokemon, I'm down. Oh, dude. All right, dude. Let more Pokemon questions. I don't know what else to do. What's your favorite type? Oh. God, you, you, dude, you know what's funny is that, like, I'm, I, I fucking, like, worship at the altar of Pokemon, but, like, I've never, like, thought of those. Like, I think, honestly, like, I, I feel like it's going to be a cop-out, but, like, fire is, like, one of my favorite types ever. Fire's I, a good type, dude. Yeah, but, like, what about you? I like steel. Okay. Steel is probably, like, steel, bug, or dragon. Wow. Steel, wow. Types. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh... Because, I mean, I don't know. Steel is, like, a really good defensive type. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, like, I think, what, ground, fighting, and fire are the only things that are super effective against it. Yes. So it's, like, pretty good. 
I don't know. Bug is like pretty bad, but like I don't know. It's got Scizor. I like Scizor. Scizor's a dope Pokemon. Scissors, Scissor's like amazing, and that's what I fucking hated is that like he was Bug and, and Steel. Like, dude, he like you could sneeze on him with like a fire spin, and he yeah, would just be wiped yeah. out. One flamethrower, he's done, <laughs> dude. Oh, dude, you could you could you could throw out a, a fire Pokemon and he'd die. Like it just like, <laughs> dude, I. I hated how like badass he was and how like cool he was and I was like, dude, like I think was it cross no no X scissor? There's a was it dude, X scissor yeah, X X scissor rips. Yes, dude. Fuck. Like when they when I dude fucking gen two okay gen one i loved gen two was like probably like the best story because you got gen one and two in there yeah i mean oh, yo man. i agree did you play heart gold and soul silver yes did you play the remake? yes that might that has to be like everyone's number one pokemon game of it all time it has to be dude it's it perfect so it's so good just like honestly seeing your pokemon walk behind you adorable <laughs> dude right and you turn around and be like, what's going on, Totodile? And he's just like, oh, hungry. And you're like, yeah, too big. I don't know. Sorry, I'm poor. I need food. Dude, fuck, yes. Oh, my. Oh, dude, okay, so did you, uh, I didn't, yeah. I, I only played it a little bit uh, because Danny bought it, but, like, did you like the new Pokemon Snap? I haven't played it yet. Oh, really? I haven't played it yet. Oh, I hear good things. I haven't played it. I've always been like just a mainline Pokemon dude. Yeah. Like I didn't I didn't play the Let's Go games either. Oh, I didn't either. Like Danny said they're like okay, but I was just like, dude, I okay. I didn't like Okay, Pokemon Go when it came out. Sorry for interrupting. Like no, Pokemon Go when it came out, my phone was broken, so my GPS was fucked. So like I'm not kidding, my character was just stuck in the Pacific Ocean at all times. <laughs> like in the middle. Like I would be at my house and I'm like, oh I'm in the ocean. And so I couldn't play it. And so I was like, fuck, I never got into it. And Danny was like, Oh, this is fun. Look at I'm catching Pokemon. But I was just like then when they made the game, I was like, you just, you literally took Pokemon Go and took out the fighting of it besides, like, gyms and stuff. I, it just blew my yeah. mind, dude. Yeah, it's just, like, it's okay. Like, I've always been more of, like, into, like, the, the competitive, like, strategy of Pokemon. Yes. Like, the, the Pokemon, because I'm an adult, you know? Like, <laughs> I'm not into, like, oh, Charmander's cool because it's got flame on his tail. <laughs> yeah, <know>? exactly. <laughs> Like I'm like Charizard stick until a stealth rock takes out half of its HP at the beginning <laughs> before it can even let off a flamethrower. You know? Dude, you're like, but he's cool. He's like a cool design, but you know, dude, this is so. this is so sick, dude. I didn't like I because like whenever I go into any of any of my podcasts, I'm always wondering like, oh man, I hope they play video games or they bring it up or something just because like, yeah. I'm, I'm a huge video game pr player. Like I love, I, it's so much fucking fun, but like, especially Pokemon, like I, Danny, I feel like you and Danny could go for hours going back and back and forth on like all of this shit. Like I'm not, I can play the games. I know some of the types, but Danny is like, I, I literally will call him while he's at work and be like, hey, uh, what type's good against this one? He's like, okay, this one, this one, this one. I was like, oh, thanks. Okay, see you later. <laughs> like, Yeah, dude, it's it's like, it's crazy. Like, I think about it sometimes and I'm like, how much better? Because like I said, it's like music, Mass Effect, and Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. And like, my head is so filled with information, <laughs> one, one of which is like actually useful in the real world, yeah. tenuously. Like maybe music is applicable. Exactly. But it's like 
I just think about my brain is just filled to the brim with like this useless knowledge, like from just hours of like planning teams and being on like Bulbapedia. Yeah. Being like, oh, ooh, what's like, you know, what are some good water rock types I can use? You're like, oh, Caracosta. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if I'm a pleb, you know, Kabutops till I die, you know? You just, you just know, like, you pick up this dumb information that's just pointless. Dude. Dude, okay. So are you the are you the person that also watches people speedrun it? No, I've never gotten into that and I've never understood how they do it. Oh. I don't understand how people speedrun Pokemon. I, I I don't but like okay, so the best ones I like to watch, like I don't want to watch like like I don't like watching full playthroughs because it's it literally like it says seven hours and I'm like, dude, I don't want to do that. Like I have I've watched like people do like glitch speed runs and oh dude, oh, oh dude it's like dude especially like breaking the first game like if you watch it like I think you can beat like the first game within like twenty minutes or something like that and like yeah it's stupid and like I was just like what the fuck and like I don't know the first one like I still like mi- missing no is one of the coolest yeah. like dude it's crazy oh okay hold on let's let's okay who's the rarest Pokemon ever. The rarest Pokemon ever? Yeah. Like, 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 what do you mean? Like, in the real world, like, it's difficult to acquire this? Or, yes. like, in lore or what's... Actually, everything. Because this this one Pokemon, like, you can't really acquire ever unless it's, like... Oh, like, Missing No? Like, no. Te- like, uh, what I've always, like, is Celebi yeah. because of, like... like. Yeah. Well, it's... it. Celebi was it for the longest time. Yeah, yeah. They did... The, now, with the internet... Yeah, they exactly. do, Exactly. Like, Lotions where things come back. Yeah, like I, I have a Celebi and I have a Mew that you just get from like, uh, like just different events, you know, oh, and yeah. like you can just do it like through Wi-Fi or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then with like Pokemon Bank and then Pokemon Home, like I have all my Pokemon from like Gen Six onward. I just have all of them. Oh no right? way! Yeah, because you can like transfer them to Pokemon Bank from Gen Six to Gen Seven and then now to Gen Eight. Whoa! And so. Yeah, I think though, some dude. There's like some of the new legendaries that are just like. There's one Volcarona. No, not Volcarona. Uh, Volcarona is the the moth. There's right? like a fire water. There's a fire water type. Oh oh. Uh, there's a. Do you know what I'm talking about? Volcanion? Is it Volcanion or yeah, something? Yeah yeah yeah. Volcanion, um, Magierna. Yeah. Pokemon like those, like the new, like the new versions of Celebi, where you have to get it from an event. Yeah, because there, because there haven't been that many events. You know, it's exactly. been like, oh, you can't get it in 2018. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, embarrassed, I think. You know. Yeah. No, then that makes sense. Like because like I, well, it's it's crazy that you put it in perspective like that because I've always been the under the like the whole thing was like yeah Celebi's like the the end all be all like you can't get him like I remember when Deoxys was like, like I almost had my yeah. mom drive me to fucking San Diego when Ruby and Sapphire <laughs> came out just to get Deoxys. Like, just to get Deoxys. Oh, dude. I, uh, I, I, it was Birth Island. I just wanted to get there, and like, I heard so much about it. I was like, please, mom, drive me. And she was like, no. And I was like, fuck. Like, I wanted it so bad. Yeah, dude. It's, it's crazy. Like, I, think, I think Arceus is still probably pretty hard to get. Yeah. Um... Cause like you know, I think Gen Four, Gen Four had a lot of like legendaries that like were kind of added in like after the fact. Yeah, was that like Shaman and stuff like and all that? Shaman, it had Shaman and Darkrai yeah. and 
Arceus. Yeah. And then... I don't think Gen 5... Oh, Gen 5 had Genesect, which is a cool Pokemon. Yes. It had, like, the cannon on its back, and it's, like, bug and steel, but you could, like, load up different things into it to, like, change its, like, attack type and stuff. Oh, wait, 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 is that... Oh, I thought that was, like, Type Null or something like that. So then, like, they they copied the same idea. Oh, so I think we okay. just changed, like... I, I could be talking out of my ass. I'm sure someone is going to be like, Grant, you idiot. <laughs> I think this is the, uh, like the type of one of its attacks. Oh, shit. No I way. Think, I think type null, it like changes its whole. Like, type null does what Arceus does, where it just changes its whole type. Yeah. To that. Dude. Okay. That, that That's what I, because like, I always saw like type null in the game and I was like, what the fuck? Like, what do you mean you have to insert? And like, I watched the show. Like, I think it's Pokemon Journeys, which is actually really good. Uh, I think it's good. I, that's, like, one of the things that I, you know, when I was, like, not a kid anymore, I was like, I'll still play the games, but I'm not watching the anime anymore. <laughs> dude, really. dude when, uh, I, I, I think I would have anyway, anyways, but, like, I have a son, so I'm like, oh, yeah. so here's another way I can get away with watching it. Like, but, like, uh, <laughs> but like in the show, like, the, the trainer, like, throws the disc and it just goes into his head. I'm like... What the fuck? Like it was weird to see, but like I move, dude. yeah, dude, exactly. I want, I want to <laughs> like try it now, like, but dude, fuck, this is so sick. Like I, like Danny, <laughs> Danny has uh, like four Pokemon tattooed on him, and like I eventually want like Alakazam on me just because he's like I, he's like I, ever since Gen One, he's always been to my team, no matter fucking what. Like I yeah. love that guy. Yeah, that's that's how I am with Agron, where that's it's just so like. He's so, like he's he's cool, but you know it's like we said, it's like you get one special <laughs> special attack fighting type move, and you're fucking done, yeah. dude. And that's like, and also it's it's always cool, like because wait, he was he in Ruby and Sapphire? Yeah, he he's okay. a Gen three. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. A lot, a lot of my favorites because that was like the first like generation that I played. Yeah. Uh, so like my favorite Pokemon are all from. Three, four, and five, Gen three, four, and five, because that's from like up until like you know through middle school basically. So it was like prime childhood time for me. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, dude. Same, same way. I'm sure like your favorites are like you know like you were saying Gen one. Yeah, Gen one, Gen two. Like it, it, dude. That's so sick because like when when you said Agron, I was like, oh fuck, like I never because I I I don't even think about anything after the first two because like granted they are Ruby and Sapphire are fucking great games Danny great, said yeah. like Omega Sapphire was Yo, fucking awesome, Se- awesome. I so need sick. it dude I want I need I need Ruby so bad like I still yeah. have dude my original Ruby cartridge I I have I think it has like 300 hours on it but <laughs> but I'm pretty sure do you do you remember doing do you ever do the glitch to get your pokemon like uh, like leveled up really fast in the uh, Pokemon Center, or not in the Pokemon right. Center in the Pokemon daycare. Is yeah. it the one? Is it the one where you like, like you know those sand hills yep, that you that's have to? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I tried that. I tried that. One. Dude, I did it so many times, dude. Like I left my Game Boy Game Boy on overnight with a book like stuck on the up key and like yeah. <laughs> just keep going. Yep, dude. Because like when I found out, like because I saw it on on like YouTube, I was like, oh fuck, no way! Like this is sick. Like, but like. Anyways, like talking about like Pokemon, like I, whenever anyone be like, yeah, like I got like the highest I've ever gotten is like a level 80. And I'm like Danny and I like would be like, dude, like I've gotten so many level hundreds legitimately just because I've grinded the Pokemon league 
and tell so long. Yeah, yeah, dude. And like, it always blows my mind when people don't like. I don't know. Like, God damn it. I want to play Pokemon so bad now. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, me too. I feel you. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's funny because it was so, like, the way experience was divvied out in the older games, it was a pain in the ass to level up. Yes. Like, and then uh, in Gen 6, they added, just, they changed the way experience was given out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I put like my hand in front of my face and I like saw a shadow and I thought I saw a ghost. Like, uh, uh, but so like in Gen 8 now it's like it's so I have so many Pokemon that are like level 80. Yeah. That I, and I just cycle through my team like constantly. Yeah. Where you're maybe like my favorite pokemon but i've just and especially because like i've had them for so long from different games so it's like oh you finish one game at level 60 then you come to the next game at level 60 gain like 10 levels and then now you're in sword and shield at like so level sick. 70 <laughs> and it's like all right well i beat the game so i got all these overpowered i have like six dragonites i have a team of <laughs> dragonites that are all like level 80 and i'm like i don't know they're all really good they all have Max, you know, EVs and IVs on oh, strength and I was going to say, like, do you, you do that too? I, I've never done that. Like, Danny knows how to do that shit. Like, have you ever had, like, Pokerus and, like, done all that shit? Yeah, dude. I, I've gotten, I've gotten Pokerus a couple times. Oh, that's so cool. That's so uh, cool. I think I have an Ariados that has it still. No like, way. It's, yeah, because it's like, it'll spread from your different Pokemon in your team. Yeah. And it'll last, I forget how long it is, but it goes away eventually. Oh, whoa. Uh, I didn't know that. Pretty- if you put, yeah, so it, like it bumps up like your your uh, the EVs of um, and like experience gain for a little bit, I think. Oh wow! Don't call me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but you can like you can like freeze it like fucking Jurassic Park style. Like if you put it in your PC and don't take it out, <laughs> no way. It'll just like, keep having Pokerus. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Like, you, can, you can like then if you're smart about it, you can like okay, like let's say I have it with like on my Ariados, right? I have a team of five Pokemon that I actually like, and then I put my Ariados in, wait for them to all get Pokerus, then put Ariados back <laughs> in the PC, and then train these five, and then get another five, and like just keep spreading them, you know, <laughs> doing COVID for real in the Pokemon world. Dude, that's amazing. That's so yeah. good. Yeah. Dude, wow, dude I'm, glad, I'm glad that so far we've just done like drums and Pokemon. <laughs> Dude, yes. Ser- yeah. Seriously, because like, like I, I'm not kidding. Like I, I like Danny and I write like all these questions just because I, I'm like, oh, just just in case. Like I don't know where it's gonna go. And like, yeah. I like I'm I, I've I've literally asked you two, and like I probably have like 15. And like, Dude, I was gonna say, let's fucking let's wrap. If we gotta wrap up soon, let's rapid fire these questions. <laughs> Dude. Dude, no, no, honestly, no. I do like that's the best part about it is that like I don't even. I don't even care about them. I'm I, I like this because like I like again like I've only met you like a couple times and I've only talked to you like the last show that's the most I've ever talked to you. I, oh yeah, totally. I agree. And like this is sick, dude. Like now I can actually like next time I see you, I'm like, dude, Pokemon. Like Pokemon, <laughs> what up, dude? Dude, did you uh, the the Diamond and Pearl remakes are coming out November nineteenth? Are you gonna get them? Yeah, like I'm definitely going to because I played Diamond and Pearl. I love those games, and I just I need I want another Pokemon game. Yeah, to play. Like I'm, I'm, I wish it was the same style as Sword and Shield. Yeah, but 
it's like I'm gonna fucking play. I gotta get my ass whipped by Cynthia again. <laughs> yes. Roll up, and everyone has the same team in Diamond and Pearl. It's like Infernape, uh, Ario, Garchomp, Staraptor, Weavile, and then I do Roserade. But like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Everyone's. Like some variation of those Pokemon, <laughs> dude. Dude, wow! It's I haven't played those games. I, I literally haven't played like Pearl since it came out, and I don't even remember when that fucking came out. Like, uh, two thousand six. I holy think. Fuck, dude! It's been that long. That's insane, dude. Dude. Oh, so okay. I think why they're doing the remake because it's like the fifteenth anniversary of those games. <laughs> dude, what the fuck, dude? That's insane. Yeah. Like, okay, so now, like with like the newest one, um, Sword and Shield. Yeah. I, what Danny and I have always talked about, and it's it's very annoying, of like how easy the game is. Like, yeah. I I, I hate that. Like, it's like, oh, I just fought a battle against your rival, and like he's like, let me heal you. It's like what like i want to run yeah, 10 miles it, back like it's it's really easy yeah the amount of trainers is way less yes the amount of dungeons was like none mm-hmm. which and I, I get the argument where it's like well they, they it was focused on the wild area more and that wild area is cool but there's no challenge no exactly something that's actually cool in um in the crown tundra like the the actual like nature of like the different caves and tunnels sometimes does like you get turned around sometimes and you're like i don't know where i am oh dude. which is pretty cool but it's it's not like you know there's no real like victory road where there's like a bunch of trainers yeah and then and then the trainers that you do fight at most have like three pokemon you know what i mean yeah like back in the day when you were in like you know after like the sixth gym every trainer has at least three yeah upwards of five sometimes six pokemon yeah and it's like it's ridiculous now like the only time you fight someone with six pokemon is like the champion or your rival at the very end of the game dude it's just like dude like okay what okay so danny's always said and i if riley listens to this he i know he's gonna laugh because danny talks about it all the time but like (laughs) they 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 should have done they should put a hard mode into the game where like yes so yeah in, in black and white i don't know if it was black white or black and white too yeah you, it, oh, fuck, I forgot how... It, I think you had to, like, trade with somebody else, but, like, you, you could give each other a key. I forgot how it worked, but when you do it, you could start the game on hard mode. What? It was black and white, too. There was a hard mode where all the levels were jumped up, like, three or four levels. No way. Right? So, like, the whole game scales just a little bit more than you could. Whoa. So it was... Yeah, and everyone was like, it was awesome because if you wanted to play the game like you're a kid, that's easy. Yeah, you could do that. And if you're like an adult and you want a challenge where you have to like think about what you're doing, it's like you could do that too, dude. That's exactly that. That's what he's always said is like because this one was just like mindlessly easy. Like I, I, I just and that's that's what bummed me out. I was like, fuck, it's fun, but like. I wanted it to be harder. Like I did, I just like rolled through the whole game. It was like, dude, yeah, what the could, fuck? You could, you could like use a Butterfree, and probably beat the whole game <laughs> by like, itself. You, yeah, exactly. You could probably do it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting because like uh, one of my students, you know, like I'll bond a lot with my students over like video games and stuff. Yeah, and he was like, he couldn't get past like the third gen leader for like two weeks. Whoa. You just forget that, like, yeah, the like, kids aren't like 
that's smart sometimes, you know? <laughs> They're just like, I don't get it. I keep trying to use flamethrower on the fire type, but it doesn't work. Or, like, he's using Pokemon that are way too underleveled, and you're just like, get a water type and level it up. Dude, like, I don't know what to tell you. It, it, it's, it's so, like... Because, like, I would love to see, like, when I was a kid now, like, like my brain, and I'm just be like, oh, fuck, like, I could have... Yeah, why? I would be screaming at myself probably as a child. I'd be like, dude, why did you just go there? Like, like, dude, it's it's. I I feel like that with every game because like, you know, the like Mass Effect, right? Like, those are like one of the only games that I can play on like the hardest difficulty and like actually be able to rock and roll. Yeah. And you know, like now as a twenty four year old, and you know, I have played through the games like multiple times, but it's like. I'm so much better at like planning out what I'm going to do and like understanding tactics and like, Oh, if an enemy does this, I should do this. And I remember being like in middle school even and just getting my ass whooped <laughs> yeah. over and over and over again. And like not changing tactics, not thinking differently. And now I like, Oh, I died like four times in my whole place. Yeah, exactly. So, like, it's just like, it's crazy. Like you don't even realize how much like smarter and better you get. at <laughs> Dude, I, I guess, yeah, it's just like, it's just like, it's just like inherent. Like you just eventually be like, oh, okay. Because I remember there were things like, like video games that I would come back to years later and be like, how the fuck could I not beat this? Like, I was like, yeah, what? like you're like, this shit is easy. Yeah. Super Dude, like one game that I, I 100% remember is like every, for some reason it was always on Thanksgiving. Like uh, Danny and I would play Dave Mira's BMX 2, Freestyle BMX 2. <laughs> I, I love that game like and like for, for like for the longest time we couldn't just beat the first level we were like what the fuck and then like we came and like it was like a, a tradition so I was like oh cool now we gotta play this game again and see if we could beat it and I remember like yeah. like probably like five or six years ago we put it in we're like okay let's see like we're probably and like we just beat it we're like no like the childlike <laughs> like the childlike like wonder of like if I can I beat this is just like oh what the f- all I had to do with was this and like it just it is extremely mind blowing that that happens dude yeah it's it's crazy the only game that I've ever like gone back and still been like no this is really hard is uh do you play like PlayStation 2 Were you PlayStation 2 guy yep uh you know the Jack and Daxter games yes Jack 2 yeah it's so hard it is so hard and as a kid i like never beat it because i was like this game's impossible and i was like i was thinking the same thing that we're talking about where i was like i'm an adult like like, it's hard hard. you just like it's just brutal it's it's not dude that like i i remember i remember when jack 3 came out and i got it and like or i rented it which is like a thing of the past at this point oh yeah i get that no dude it's fucking crazy dude like i remember like what one of my favorite things is going to game crazy buying a console and getting 12 free months of free rentals and like dude it was sick because like also like we went in there so much that like when we bought a console they just gave us like two so we had like we could rent two free games every month for like free it was it was dope dude but like i remember renting jack three and I remember it being so fucking dark. And I was just like, dude, this kind of like scares me. Like, I don't like it this. Got, it got like super. I mean, because it's Naughty Dog. Like, Naughty Dog made like uh, Uncharted. Yep. And then now they're making Last of Us. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and Jack Green was like, it really did feel like they were like, like, they were like, all right, we have to tell like a more adult, serious story because that's what we want to do. And they're like, 
fuck, dude. We got to tell it with the green-haired kid in this talking <laughs> leopard thing. And they're like, ah, I guess we'll do a story about the apocalypse. I don't know. So yeah, it starts with him like being exiled. And they like leave him to die in the yeah, desert. Yeah, dude. He was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Man, remember when the first game was about punching weird things on the beach and getting eggs? <laughs> dude, oh my god, it's insane. Like, yeah, like if you like, I, I it's, I would love to like polarize like kids now like it's like oh yeah play this game and they're like oh it's fun it's like cool and then they play this it's like oh i'm not supposed my mom wouldn't let me play this like it's like Dude, it's crazy oh i mean i don't know a lot of kids like play there's just not like single player games for kids anymore no like, there isn't all of i mean you have like a son uh obviously but like my interaction with kids is just through teaching yeah so like I, a lot of middle school kids and i have some like older elementary school kids and it's all just like Fortnite and Roblox and like Minecraft, which is cool because it's like more creative and like yeah. they're they're working with each other and like you know making stuff and that's really cool. But it's also like part of me is like ah, oh, but you won't like ever have the experience of like turning on your PlayStation Two on Saturday morning yes. and just being like I'm playing through Ratchet and Clank this weekend. Dude. Like that's what I need to do. Dude, it's, oh, dude, you literally just made me so happy with that because like like it just sucks. Like yeah, like kids like are playing like among us and like uh, like Fortnite and all this shit and i'm just like yeah. dude i remember playing crash bandicoot 3 yeah and like yes, yes. dude that one's the best i fucking love dude, that crash game bandicoot 3 rips that's uh is that crash, is that warped yep is that what yeah god dude yeah like, oh i i remember that one and i remember uh wrath of cortex because the loading screen was so fucking long like it would yeah, yeah, I remember that too. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, yeah, in my childhood, like up until I got the Xbox 360, because I, I switched. Oh, yeah. I'm me, a me PlayStation too. 4 guy now, but I went PS2, Xbox 360, PS4. Yeah. Um, and PS2, it was just like Crash Bandicoot. Uh, and then I would also, because I got the PS2, and then I would also play a bunch of PS1 games. So, like Crash Bandicoot, Spyro. Oh, yes. Um, and then. Uh, Jack and Daxter, Rash and Clank, and Sly Cooper, and that was it. Oh, that was like wow. what I, played. dude. Like I always wanted to play Sly Cooper. Sly Cooper, I never got into it. Danny fucking warships like Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank is like, yeah, I still love it. Like yeah. that's probably what got me hooked on like because I mostly play RPGs now. Oh, okay. That's or or you know RPG slash shooter RPG whatever yeah. like even Call of Duty like when you're playing online is like RPG because you're like leveling up you have different oh that's true yeah exactly um, and I think Ratchet and Clank because like I think the second game and the third game is when they introduce like you level up your guns if you oh, use them enough dude yes and I I remember like the first time a gun like leveled up and I was like what it was like an addict I was like I'm gonna do this forever. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dude, because I was literally watching Danny when I, I can't I can't remember if it was the second or third one, but it was like the leveling system was like fucking it. Like you uh, you could get everything up to level V th three or five. I can't remember. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I just oh dude, five, yeah. the weapons just like got so fucking badass. And it was cool because like when it would level up, it would like add a new thing. Yes. Like, oh, I have scope on this now or like i can do something different it does more damage and it was like awesome dude, so fun 
Dude, see, and like, uh, like, again, Danny and I talk about this all the time, but like, there are no good games coming out because they're all fucking remakes. And like, like there are no original ideas anymore. And it just like, like wh- what happened? Like they had like Crash, Spyro, like fucking Sly Cooper. Like granted, they're all in the same vein of video games, yeah. but like they had fucking story and everything. And all these new games are just like fucking whatever, dude. It, it bums me out. I, mean, I, I get it. I think that is two things. I think the first thing, three things. I think the first thing is that it's not the late nineties and the early two thousands. Yeah. So just like there's not money for that so much anymore. <laughs> um, and I think the second thing, there are new ideas coming out, mm-hmm. but again, I feel like companies won't put money behind new ideas because they like, they're like, we think this will work. I mean, like, look at Fortnite. Like, that was a new idea. Yeah, that's true. It's it's, but it's like, up. you know, it doesn't even feel like a new idea anymore. But you're like, that's the same thing with like Minecraft. Yeah. Like, all these things are huge and then they get huge, but there's no like, there's not as many like little small ideas except in like the indie world. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. So just like the economy, you have like your super triple A games. Yep. There's no like little tier games anymore. It's either like huge Call of Duty, you know, NBA 2K, yeah. Fortnite stuff, or like cool indie titles. Yeah. And then the third, I think something that is cool, like I think that like like Mass Effect is a perfect example. Like I will play. They can put out twelve new Mass Effect games and remake all of them. I don't care because that universe that they've created is so cool. I want to live in it. You know what I mean? Like Fallout or like yes. Elder Scrolls. Yep. It's like I want. It. I don't. I don't care like what the like story is. It's just like I want to do stuff in this world. Yeah, you know I mean? dude. Yeah, because like one one like that th- those games like. I, 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 dude, it's crazy. I've only ever like played Mass Effect for a little bit, like ever. Like oh, dude, the first Mass Effect game is like rough. Oh, like, really? I, they released the Legendary Edition, which, if you have the money and the time and you want to get into it, I recommend just buying that. Okay. Uh, it makes the first game like playable, <laughs> but it, the first game is like, it's not really like a con. It's not like an action RPG. It's like it is like an RPG, and oh. they like make shoot guns do you know what i mean like the the fighting is like kind of clunky and it's not really thought out um and then like it's just like it feels like dnd sometimes where like this like the missions and like the stories you're like this feels like a dnd campaign where you're like i landed on a planet and blank 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 (laughs) is doing blank 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 in the second game is really when it hit its stride okay uh but sorry i this is not like a grant boobar talks about mass effect and why (laughs) greatest game ever uh, <laughs> but it is the second game is all about friendship because you got to go on a suicide mission and like it's just like a shepherd builds your team and so like that's the game is just about like building a team and like doing cool missions with them so they become your homies <laughs> and then also like some universe ending thing is happening in the background <laughs> and then and then it's like more of an action game oh okay. so they kind of uh, you know the RPG elements kind of like fell back mm-hmm. but like the way the powers work and everything is better and then the third game is like it's awesome third game's like in my opinion the best and then Andromeda they were like what if we make the combat even better and maybe we forget about the story a little bit <laughs> dude and there we go that's Grand Blue Wars review the whole Mass Effect series you should play it Josh everyone should play it it's the best 
And everyone can fall in love with Liara Tassoni, the blue alien lady. <laughs> Dude, I've seen I, her. I, I can understand why. Like, uh, Dude, I was like 10, and I was like, boy, oh boy, am I going to fall in love with this blue alien lady. <laughs> Dude, okay, so like with that, like, do you like the Borderlands games? Yeah, I love the Borderlands games. Dude, okay, so I, 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 Danny and I are a part of a group that uh, is is of like we're definitely a minority. I'm pretty sure, but like, which one is your favorite one out of all four? Because like one, two, three, think, and, and pre sequel. I, I think two is the best objectively. Okay. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I think three. With I played two the most. Yeah, I should say that I played two the most. I played one a little bit. Uh, it was Secret Armory of General Knox. Is that DLC for one? Uh, I think I'm. I think it is. It's either one or two. I think. I think it's one. I think it is because I, I played that one with my, like. I don't know. There was like a like middle school for me. Like fifth grade through eighth grade was like prime Grant playing multiplayer games. Yeah. Like just on Xbox Live, Hell like yeah. you know, every night. Uh, and so like yeah, Borderlands. It, it must have been Borderlands 2 is what I played the most. Borderlands 2 and, like, Halo Reach. Oh, dude. Yes. So, I think Borderlands 2 is probably my favorite, but I think that might just be because I have, like, the most memories of it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Well, how, well, how do you feel? So, Danny and I love pre-sequel the most out of all of them. Whoa! Out of That's... Trust me, they, they, trust me. Everyone fucking hates us for that. They're like, dude, this is the worst game. First of all, three is the worst. Three is by far the fucking worst of that whole series, which is well, like, I, <laughs> like, yeah, like, I, I thought three, like, the story of three was better because it was like a story. A story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, two, two was a story. Like, two had some twists and turns. Yeah, but it was like three. They were like. You know, we're telling a motherfucking story, yeah. and we're like moving out the universe. Uh, but I only played through three once, dude. See, you know? like, yeah, I didn't. I didn't go back to it. Uh, I will say this: I'll let you finish. The only thing I really loved about the pre sequel is that I thought the characters were incredibly interesting that you could choose from. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. They were. Great. I thought. Like, I wish that I could have played like all those different characters in like. Borderlands 2. Yep, yeah. But, so I'm, I'm interested to know like why you think the pre-sequel is so good. Okay, so um okay, so let me let me go back like uh, so like I'm going to start with like 3 first of all like because yeah, like, no, let's do it. I did the Mass Effect review, you do the Borderlands <laughs> review, let's do it. Dude, Josh Matthews review of uh fucking all the Borderlands games. So the uh so I'm going to go backwards because let's do it i have been i've been wanting borderlands 3 i remember like when i first heard it was like getting announced i was fucking ecstatic like i was like holy fuck like this is a game that i'm gonna play forever because like one two pre-sequel are fucking great and then three came out and it was so like like i felt like i was like in a in, a, in an open sandbox and like imagine like your room being the whole sandbox and you're like this big. And like, I was just like, everything felt so big every, and like the, the story to me wasn't enticing. Like it was a story, but like all the other stories were better. And like, you know, when like the bosses would come up and it would say like, like Rick and it would be like, 
he really sucks or something like that. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. all of them on that one felt phoned in. And also the fonts weren't as good as the second and third and pre or the second and first, yeah. second and pre sequel. And just everything felt like it was like, okay, people are going to want this. So like, let's just make it. And pre sequel was like, I don't know that that story felt like the strongest to me, which is ironic to everyone. And like, and also like the weapons felt the best in it. The, uh, the fucking uh, the like the characters were great. Like I I don't know just yeah. I it's something and like literally Danny and I beat the game, and I'm not kidding. Instantly restarted it. Like literally as soon as the credits were done, we were like, oh okay, let's play again. Like I've never done that with a game, and now it's the and Danny and I were like, fuck, this is the greatest thing. Borderlands Two was fucking great. The first one was good, but not anymore because it's like. There's so many things they implemented that's just yeah, weird. Yeah, the now. first one was good. Yeah. Because I, I played Clock out of the first one when it came out. Mm-hmm. I was like probably too young to play it. It was like the fourth grade when that shit came out. <laughs> like I was way too young. Uh, but like, yeah, looking back at that first one, you're like, this is rough. Yes. And like, I think there's like something to be said. I don't know if you feel like this about games. Like, there's certain games where you think about it and you're like, this is a weird fever dream of a game. Yes. That's how the Borderland feels to me, where you're like, it's not, there's not really a story. Yep. You're just kind of like a weird hick in space. <laughs> and like everything's dirty. And like, I don't, nothing is explained as to why it exists. You know? What I mean? <laughs> exactly. So you're just like, what is good? That's how like the first Spyro feels to me. Yes. Where you're oh, just fuck like, yeah. what is going on right now? <laughs> Uh, but so I, I I agree with a lot of your points for the pre-sequel, but I would argue that like the reason why the pre-sequel is good is because the story of Borderlands 2 was so solid. Yeah, that makes sense. And, and handsome, it's not the story's good. Handsome Jack is such a good villain. Yes. Such a compelling villain. I think the issue with Borderlands 3 is that what was like Borderlands 2 hit it right on the money where like Borderlands 1, nothing was really explained. There wasn't really a defined villain. Yeah. Nothing was defined. The game was just like, shoot stuff, and then you get better guns. Yeah. <laughs> and then Borderlands 3, it was like, everything is explained. There's lore for everything now. Yeah. Um, so there's like not... There, it didn't feel like there was mystery. The villains yes. weren't very compelling. And they were like... It became like a fanfic. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, and I, I I agree that it's it has to be a tie between Borderlands Two and pre sequel because those two games are like their story and characters are flushed out. Yes, but the like the areas it still kind of feels like what is going on? Like what is this place? It's kind of weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and the DLC was really good for Borderlands Two. Oh, dude! Yes, dude! I, I dude, they fucking killed it on those two games. Like I like. I don't know. I just wish they could go like if they would have made Borderlands three exactly like Borderlands two. That I dude, just just reskin it to me. Yeah. Like, like that's it. I mean, like that's like that's how people feel with like fa- the Fallout games and like Skyrim. Like when you make a especially like an RPG like that, that's so good and so replayed for so long. Yeah, it's so difficult to like make a new one. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like pissing everybody off. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, no, exactly. Like, I'm, I'm, ext- I, I love, like, I tried Oblivion, fucking hated it because I couldn't get into it. It was just weird. And then I played Oblivion, Skyrim. Oblivion is like it, another fever dream of a game. Yeah. It's so, like, 
fucking fantasy. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's so just like, yeah. And it's like super esoteric sometimes, like yeah. with the, the RPG mechanics. But Skyrim's like, great. I think, you know, people who don't like Skyrim are posers, dude. That's <laughs> they are. You're you're pretending to be cool. Everyone likes Skyrim. Dude, like when I, because like I didn't, I didn't like Oblivion, but I was like, Skyrim just sounds fun. I'm going to buy it. So I bought it, like, I think day one. And I was playing yeah. it, and I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I I don't know. I can go back and replay that and still have fun. Like, it's such a fun game. And still, like, find new places. Yes, dude. I remember playing for, like, my third time, and I was like, I've never been to this city. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. It's like, what is this place in the middle of nowhere? Like, what is this random cave that's, like, a really hard dungeon that yeah, I've never been? Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah i mean it's uh it's crazy that's like a thing that like man i love those uh those bethesda games mm -hmm. and i'm like my pocketbook is not happy that i'm gonna have to buy a ps4 or a ps5 and like the xbox series x <laughs> to play the new elder scrolls oh dude yeah because like i'm in I'm, I'm an xbox guy i i the only thing i don't like about playstation is like the controllers to me are so weird like i i i can play a playstation i just think the natural like the natural likeness of your thumbs will go to like the the xbox controllers like i just feel like putting them like that just feels strange i mean i i get that it i felt like that it really is just like your hands just get used to whatever exactly i did yeah. for like all of my like you know competitive you know gaming days and i was like yeah this is comfy and then now i've been playing on ps4 since like you know 2014 yeah exactly so, like playing on like an xbox one or an xbox series x i'm just like it's too big <laughs> the human hand was not designed to hold something this long <laughs> dude and like yeah because when i found out xbox bought bethesda i was like oh or microsoft like i was like oh fuck like a lot of people are gonna be pissed off like 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 yeah. i'm i'm not one of those people that i i love both consoles like I wish we could live in a world where they just team up and make like a great console because like I love I, I like I know I'd get used to a PlayStation. I have nothing against it. Like I just love Halo more than anything on this planet. So like like I get Xbox. What's your favorite Halo game? Two. Slash what do you think is the best Halo game? So so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Two online was the greatest game of all time. Sure, I, I I can under I can understand that. Yeah, like, but I wasn't I wasn't around, you know, like I wasn't in the scene at that oh, time. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh fuck yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> I think Halo Two was like the first big like online game. It was like online shooter that like everybody was just doing. Dude, it, it, oh, but but three was amazing. Like Reach was cool, but I just I just didn't I like I go back to Reach now, like playing like online. I fucking hate it. Like I just can't play. Oh, no, see, Reach was like Reach what Modern Warfare 2 and Halo Reach oh, dude, was Warfare like two. all of my eighth grade year of <laughs> every single night, just like get home, finish your trash homework in like 30 minutes, and then just like me and my buddy Matias and my friend Alex would just play. Hey, we would like everyone. This is how. Okay, I'm giving you the rundown. This is what we're playing. Yes. Uh, our nights would end on Halo Reach. Okay, because it would start, people would be playing different stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, you'd be playing like whatever game. You know, I'd be playing Mass Effect or something, whatever. And then everyone would kind of all get on. Maybe we're in a party chat. And then at like six o'clock, seven o'clock, we'd just be like, "Yo, let's play Reach. Let's do like team SWAT or something. Yeah. Let's do it." And we 
Okay. And then also, like, you could buy, like, the new armor, and, like, that was so cool. Yep. And when you play the campaign, you level up the same way you would level up on multiplayer. Yep. Like, it was all connected, and you could see your character. That was sick. And so we would play, and we would play Firefight a lot. Oh, dude. And then by, like, 9.30, we would just go into Forge World and just build maps. <laughs> fucking friend Alex would just, like, me and Matias would be, like, trying to make a really sick map. We got really good at it. And then we would be, like, doing it for, like, half an hour. And we'd be, like, where's Alex right now? And in some corner of the map, you know, what I'm going to say, it. we were, like, 14 years old. We thought this was hilarious. <laughs> he was, like... He would just try and build a strip club in Halo Reach. <laughs> and it was like, you can't, but it would just be like a shitty building with like a really skinny pole in the middle of it. And just like this random, we'd be like, why can we not build any more stuff? Like this map isn't that big. And we'd fly over to the other side of the world and Alex would just be building a fucking strip club. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. It's like Halo Reach will always be, and I was good at SWAT. I was so good at SWAT. Oh, in really? Reach. I was my game, dude. I would go like 30 and 30 and 2, 30 and 3. Oh, dude, dude. Awesome. See, fuck. I dude, that see, and like I I I love I love the DMR, but the BR is the greatest weapon ever created. It's it, oh, dude, the DMR is so good though. Dude. I just like a nice single shot gun. <laughs> dude, and you know what's funny is like one of my favorite weapons on uh, one of the I can't remember which Call of Duty is the FAL. Like I fucking feels good, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So I, I equate that to like the DMR and like except it doesn't have bloom. Like like but <laughs> but like dude, like the DMR is a great weapon. But the battle again, Halo Two kid right here. Like I yeah. I got it. Like my my older brother like overnighted me it because he bought it. Like because I have two older brothers besides Danny and like they uh. Uh, he bought it midnight and then shot it up to us overnight because he was like, oh, you guys need to play online. And I was like, oh, oh no, we need to play a story. And then he eventually got us an Xbox Live and that just like ended my life. Like I was like, oh, I'm playing Halo 2 forever. Like, That's, Yeah, Halo 2 added like, uh, it added the battle rifle, mm -hmm. right? Yep. That wasn't in the first Halo. And then the SMG. Yep. Oh, dude. Fuck. Dual wield. What else did it add? It added dual wielding in. Yeah. It took away the power of the pistol, though. Oh, dude, yeah. The, the pistol in the first one's dumb. Dude, like, you can murder myself. anyone. So here's another. I'm really dating myself. <laughs> did you ever watch, like, Machinima back in the day? Fuck yes, dude. Oh, dude, oh, do, do dude. you remember uh, uh, Deus Ex Machina? Yes. Dude, I loved that so fucking much, yes. dude. And, and uh, uh, yeah, so then, like, Arby and the Chief. Yeah. You oh, I, I, no, I never watched it, but I remember it. Yeah, J John CJG. That was the dude, right? <laughs> Arby and the Chief. And then he had, like, another one that was, like, more of, like, a serious thing called Hard Justice. Yeah. And, like, I remember it so clearly. Like, I remember a bit... I was like, it would just blew my mind. It's like the type of comedy, like, you know, when you're like a tween, like you're 11 or 12 and you see something for the first time, that's like, not like a mainstream thing. And yeah. you're like, what? Yeah. And I, I, it's so clear in my mind of like, they're like detectives and it's like all done in halo, but they like walk in on a murder scene and it's like, they're just like, I don't know this. It's like, there's blood everywhere. This dude's just a stump. He's got no like legs or arms or head. And they're like, with the other detectives, like an idiot. He's like, well, we can clearly rule out homicide. And then he's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, he's, he has no, and they're like, well, 
the energy sword was right there. It's really clear that he just killed himself. And they're like, no, like, think about it. How You cut off both your legs. And you cut off an arm. And somehow, with your remaining hand, cut off that arm. How are you going to cut off your head? And the guy's like, well, what if he did it really fast? And then... <laughs> And I just remember being like 12 years old and being like, N- n- it's it's illegal. This shouldn't be allowed to be this funny. I'll just be on the internet. And, uh, and yeah, anyways, all I have to say, I remember there was one uh, machinima thing where it was like, it was just, you know, some like, whatever, like, oh, Master Chief goes on a rampage, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, but <laughs> he, like everyone just starts dying randomly, and the dude's like, "Oh no, he has the Halo One pistol!" <laughs> like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> They're like running for their lives. That just it was funny as shit to me. It, like it's weird to think about like weird internet humor from like a decade ago. (laughs) It is dude. But like, to me, that's fucking hilarious because I understand that like people that haven't played Halo, they're going to be like, wait, what does that mean? It's like, dude, the pistol, like you, it was insane. Dude, It was was a sniper. You could fucking kill someone from across map with a pistol in three bullets. That's ridiculous. (laughs) <laughs> the Halo One pistol. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, dude! That's so awesome. Oh my god! Holy fuck, dude! Oh, dude. I love it. Oh, dude. Okay, oh. you know what, dude? I'm gonna, uh, I got, I'm gonna ask you two more questions. All right, let's do it. Out of you the, don't want to rapid fire all 15? Dude, yeah, no, dude, because I honestly, I, I think we... We've been going for like almost two hours. I know, dude, it's fucking awesome. Honestly, I actually asked you most... No, three, because I wanted to ask this. Uh, how how did you feel playing your first show back? How did it feel to do that? Was it weird? Um, It was weird. I was a little nervous. Like, not like mentally, but you just feel it in your body. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh... And it was weird. It's just like the type of thing where like you haven't played in like a year and a half. Yeah. And you're just again and it's like I don't know. I guess I didn't think about it that much. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool and you just like kind of forget because it's like Sad Park has been doing so much stuff like behind the scenes like finishing the album last year and then like getting ready for like you know signing to a label and like putting a team together and like setting up kind of like you know, our career, you know, yeah, exactly. drop out of grad school to just yeah. do this. Shit. Like, <laughs> so playing a show back is kind of like, Oh yeah, that's right. Like it's real. And also sad park has like grown as a band. Oh yeah. Since like, last time we played a show like a lot. And so like, like when we entered the, the venue, like they were playing like a sad park song is just like the house music. <laughs> Dude, you know that's what I mean? So sick. And you're like, this is really weird. Like I record, <laughs> drums in my parents ba- or garage like <laughs> it's really weird um but it's cool it's just like you know i don't know as a drummer it's like it's easy to separate yourself from like the, the like fan interaction you know honestly oh that's very easy because usually the fans don't come up to the drummer and like, yeah. uh, but, like oh did you did you play and you're like yeah yeah like yeah oh, oh you're the are you the drum tech <laughs> but like uh yeah. But yeah, dude, no, trust me. Like, and then also, I uh, I get mistaken for Danny easily. So like, <laughs> so like, yeah, I, it's it's really nice, by the way. Yeah, that Danny has white hair now. Fantastic, <laughs> so dude. Really easy to tell who's who. <laughs> dude, it's funny because like, 
uh, we actually recently went to a, a show to like see uh, a, a band play, of course. Uh, but like we were there and uh, someone noticed noticed me and we were in LA and like he was like, oh, did you guys play? I was like, oh, fuck. Like I get so excited. I'm like, dude, you don't know who I am. This is crazy. And then he was like, yeah. And then he, then he was like, yeah, but yeah, you were like not even on stage the whole time. And I was like, Oh, you're talking about Danny. He's right there. Like, <laughs> I'm the drummer. And he was like, Oh, and I'm like, dude, I don't give a shit. Like, it was just funny that like, like people will think I'm him. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's not me. <laughs> Damn. It's, it's awesome, dude. That's, that's, that's crazy. I mean, I don't know. Just being like a twin in general, your whole fucking life has to just be like, yeah, I know. I look a lot like him. <laughs> dude. It's crazy. Dude, like, uh, get, like I love, dude, yeah, you hit the nail on the head, like, but, like, there have been people that say, like, oh, or, uh, how is it having a twin? I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, he's my brother. Like, I literally don't know because I don't know any different. Like, I was yeah. born a twin. I never was, like, pause twin. Let me see how it is with, like, a different sibling. And, like, so I'm always like, yeah, I don't know. And they're like, okay, well, is it, like, do you have, like, telepathy? I'm like, no. Like, <laughs> like there, 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 there are certain times where, like. I know, I know, like, being psychic and magic isn't real. But you two look the same, so maybe. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Dude, but but... Could change the rules of the universe. You don't know. <laughs> Just for being the same person, basically. But, like, but like weird, dude. There, there's been times where, like, I like we think the exact same thing. But then again, like, with one of your friends, you could be doing the exact same yeah, shit, though. Like, like yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, it's it's all, like happenstance like oh like oh it just fucking happened like oh darn like oh i just but like yeah i've gotten so many questions about that like just like, like dude yeah that's like fuck like i'm like do you have a sister or brother and they're like yeah it's like there you go that's like having a twin like unless this inter- <laughs> like this this interaction is the only different thing that you will have as a twin because because yeah. you don't go like you're not going to go up to a non-twin person and be like dude how is it to have a sibling like like most yeah. of the time if you have <laughs> I think the only thing that's like interesting or special is that they're the exact same age as you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it's like you have like, oh, uh, like that's why twins are often such good friends because they're just like, yeah, like we just grew up at the same rate. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly, dude. Like, but like beyond that, that has to just be it, right? Oh, like, dude, not, that's literally 100% it. Like, we are like. I, and like it's just cool because when you like are the exact same like rate you said like we go to school we already have a friend we don't have to be awkward right off the bat like with a random person yeah. like we're already like okay well we're in the same class so we can at least talk to each other or at recess or some some shit like it's it's very it's very helpful with social interaction at the beginning of like school or anything yeah 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 uh i have to because i was supposed to get dinner for my family <laughs> oh shit but uh, uh let me just text my dad really quick yeah. and be like yep talk on the mic make the podcast keep going oh dude okay uh hey hey this is i'm gonna just start rapping i'm a very good rapper uh but no uh dude no like this is like it's it, it, like i oh wow this is gonna this is easy because like i Dude, I was I'm I'm very like stoked like because when we were to- talking uh at the at the last show like I was like oh cool this is like easy to talk to you and like like literally now 
Like I, I I'm like I'm surprised it was like not not surprised, but like it, this has been such a fucking easy conversation and has been. It has gone so many places that I didn't know it was going to go. Like, I didn't know we were going to talk about Pokemon for a good oh, half yeah. an hour. And then, oh, yeah, baby. dude, Pokemon time. Oh, dude, I love that. And then video, dude, I love talking video games. And like music is one of my favorite things ever. But like when I can actually converse about that, it fucking helps so much, dude. It's so, dude, I, I, mean, I love like- it. I was, I was super stoked for this thing. You know, like I said, like you just have such a good energy and you're just so funny. You, like it's <laughs> funny. And like, also you, you laugh really hard at like every joke. So I'm just like, <laughs> I'm <laughs> funny. Uh, no, but like, like I said, you know, music, video games, pretty much it. Dude. It's pretty much all it does. Dude. <laughs> Dude, so yeah, it was really nice. I was stoked on this, man. Dude, fuck yes. Okay, well, dude, now I'm going to ask you the two last questions. Okay, so, two last questions. Two, Let's do it. So, if Sad Park was a TV show or a movie, what would it be? Oh, t- Reservoir Dogs. We're all going <laughs> to kill each other. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. TV show or a movie? <sighs> fuck, dude. I don't know. That's I'm trying to think of like a per like the relationship between the members, but I guess I could also do like the vibe. Yeah. You know. Uh you know what? Fuck it. Reservoir dog. <laughs> Dude, it's perfect because like when you guys all eventually kill each other, like it'll be like, oh, we could have just listened to this podcast and we would have been like, there we go. We know. Like <laughs> Dude. Dude, so the okay, now yeah. the last question is uh what has been the best show you have ever played? And then give me the worst show that you've ever played. Uh, the Is this just like with Sad Park or me as a musician? Musician. Like if you want to do with Sad Park, cool. Or do you, if you want to go overall? Um, the two best experiences I've had. This wasn't... The best Sad Park show was the Moroccan Lounge last... Not last January. January... 26 2020 that was just a killer show yeah. that was like the first time we just like came on a stage and we we just fucking like it was just a borderline perfect show like oh, just sick. It. it just felt really really fucking good like the energy was just great that night um that's been like my favorite show i play with sad park um in general like i did some like uh wgi like independent drumline stuff okay and so like playing at like dayton finals in front of like 12,000 people. Holy like, shit. Cool. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's cool. It was cool. Like, it was a cool experience. Yeah. Um, playing in some symphony stuff has been, like, really cool. Like, we played Beethoven 9, like, three days before everything shut down in 2020. Whoa. And, I was, like, that. and that's just, like, it's a monumental thing. It was, like, a huge group. It we sounded okay because, like, we didn't have enough time to rehearse with everyone because oh. there's so many people on stage like there's like a time delay between different things right oh, so it's like wow yeah so because you know it's like between me as a timpanist all the way in the back and then like the concert master the first violin in the front it's like 60 feet 70 <laughs> Holy feet shit. uh maybe not that much but it's, it's far enough that like you can't necessarily always trust your ears yeah that makes sense and so it was like and it's stressful beethoven is really stressful for me when i play timpani um you know it's just like there's a lot of different parts and all of his stuff just like interlocks so it's not always easy to just like hear the phrasing yeah you know like there, there's some music where you could just be like ah, i bet you i come in here yeah you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> uh, 
Beethoven's not really like that. You really have to like be on it, or you really have to know the music. Sometimes a little bit of both. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of how, how I roll with it. Uh, but I just remember like there are certain moments in that where I was just like basically like a timpani solo, and I was just like bumped, get on, killing it. And then the ending of that was like. I just came off that ending of Beethoven 9. It's like an hour-long symphony. Whoa. And you're just like... And you just finish it, and you're like, yeah! And I was just like, like popped up. I was like, fucking yes! Dude, that's sick. And it was like, that was just a really powerful moment for me. That's sick. And then, like, worst shows... um, There was a show... I played a show with the Ladyfingers one time where we were like outside and like uh, they put like you know like the plexiglass thing that they put around drums at like churches and stuff. Yep. yep. They had that even though we were outside and then all the amps were in front of that. What? So I couldn't hear anything and like it was just really bad and they kept coming down and turning the amps down. What? And it was just like horrible and we were playing these songs and like I was like halfway through the set and I was like I don't want to be doing this anymore. It was just really bad. Uh, that was really bad. I've had some other like classical music things that I just like really fucked up. There was this one piece early on in college where there it was like lots of stops and starts. It would be like like with the whole band. It was yeah. like like you know like factory music, so like very mechanical. And I was playing xylophone. I had all these glisses. And I just was reading along, and I was killing it, and I just fucking skipped the line. And so I'm counting, and I'm like, one, two, three, go, being. And it was like right when everything stopped. Oh, no. With xylophone being like the <laughs> loudest, most obnoxious instrument in the band. Uh, and that was pretty rough. It was really, I mean, you know, it wasn't like a bad, it not, it's not like the whole thing was bad, but it was just like such a gnarly moment that I was like, no, <laughs> I want to die. That's so uh, bad. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's probably it. There you go. Dude, dude, well, dude, thank you for coming on. This has been so fucking cool, dude. It's been, it's been, it's been a jam and a half. It's been super fun. I've loved talking to you. I can't wait to see you in person again. I know, dude. Oh, this is so sick, dude. Oh, dude. Awesome. Thank you. Yes, dude. Well, well, like what I'm gonna do is say like a fake goodbye on here, and then I'm gonna stop the podcast and I'm gonna talk to you for a little bit afterwards. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay well, dude. Hey, see you later. See ya. Episode is over. See what I did there? I paused because I could just randomly put in any number. Okay. Sorry. I I am sorry, but like that was. So uh, so much fun I, I know again i say this every single time but talking to grant like this i don't say that every time because if i said i'm talking to grant every single time that'd be kind of weird right but no talking to grant was so much fun like i've i've talked to him at sh- at, at, sh- at like shows just like like normal like hey what's up like oh how are you doing all this stuff but this was so fucking fun like right off the bat it was just so easy we just talked about everything like it was it was just two friends talking and i that's that's my favorite part about it like that was so much fun oh dude oh i i i i that i'm just so happy this was so much fun so dude grant thank you so much for coming on this was sick dude and knowing that you're such a pokemon fan and a video game dude 
Oh, that made me so happy. Dude, we just talked about that for like a half an hour. Oh, so fucking fun. But, dude, thank you for coming on. And hey, guess what? Thank you for listening. And thank you, if this is your first time, hello. If this is your second time, hello, hello, too. See? I'm I, every So if you come back a lot, I'm going to have to give you a bunch of hellos. That's going to be... Oh, my God. But, but anyways, I hope you have a great day. And uh, guess what? I'll see you on the next episode. Bye!